Super Nintendad's entertainment podcast is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. For more information, please go to greenlitpodcasts.com and... Thanks for listening. <laughs> Are you going to play the music? I don't know. You think you think you should play the music for Thanksgiving? It feels beachy. You know what? Morning Dadcast. Certainly, certainly the slide whistle is something I'm not thankful for. Well, you just gave away, you just gave away the goose. Nah, I got plenty of them. Ah, well, the ungodly, the ungodly hour, uh, the slide whistle. Yeah, this is a very special morning dad cast. Yes. This is our Thanksgiving cast 2020, and we have a special guest. Hello. Hey there, Gabe. Gabe. This is your first. Good day, mate. (laughs) Hello. Which part of the world are we in? <laughs> I um, thought it would be fun for us to do a Thanksgiving cast where we list five things that we're thankful for and one thing that we're not. Yeah. You thought it would be fun to drag us out of bed on, on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving morning. Yep. Yeah. This is actually Thanksgiving morning, by the way. This is not like pre-recorded. So. Yeah. You know what's funny? I was um, I was working on the show last night and I thought, wow, this is one of those things that people usually do like on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not us. Just to prove that it, it's currently Thanksgiving, uh, it's. It, I'm looking at my window. It's currently drizzly. Yeah, so, so. Drizzly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, resist that. Yep. I um. Yeah, I. You know, we're we're making Gabe. We made Gabe do some homework on Thanksgiving morning, which is our version of making him run a 5K before the feast. Which you're doing after this, right? Right. That's why do you do that to yourself? Not very excited about it now that it's raining, but normally it's fun. <laughs> is it called like the turkey trot or the turkey run? Or Yeah, you know, we all dress now. It's none of that. It's not even fun? No, it's not fun at all. <laughs> You're the worst. You wake up at 4.30 in the, 4:30 in the morning to not have fun. That's right. You are a, you're a strange, strange lad. Yeah, well, you know, it's where I get most of the work done for the show in my brain, in me gulliver. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm going to kick this off. Okay. I would love to hear what you're thankful for. I'm I'm going to list a few games and I'm going to see if you can jump on what theme I'm going for. You guys, either of you shout it out as, uh, as you catch it. Okay. Cuphead. Hollow Knight. Guacamelee. Hades. Celeste. Stardew Valley. No, indies. Spelunky. They're indie developers. Yes, yes, yes. Caden's Fire Rule, Shovel Knight, Untitled Goose Game, Dead Cells, Oberdin. That's right. Indies. Glorious indies. Yeah. And in the same breath, indies, indie developers, and in the same breath, diversity in gaming. Yeah. I think that's um, that's a good thing to be thankful for. And those are all great games, obviously. All great studios. Having looked back, the reason that I picked this one first, I looked back and thought of, all right, what have been my favorite games over the past few years? And almost every one of them were indie games. Yeah. And I think that not only 
do we have this, you know, this golden age of indie gaming and the ability for indie developers to produce great games and distribute them, especially on the Switch lately. Um, but there's also now literally a game for everyone. Yeah. Gabe, what are some of your favorite indie games? Indie games? Um, yeah, just uh, by, by indie developers. Splunky is yep. good. It's a great one. Yeah. Um, Splunky's a house favorite. Splunky 2, we haven't been able to work our way through because it's... Still on the first damn, level, like I am on da- Demon Souls. It's damn near by. Don't even let's not even talk about Demon Souls. We're going to get into Demon Souls in a little bit. Okay. Uh, on things, I, it's 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 kind of in both things I'm thankful and things I'm not thankful for. Ah, so. uh, the old Hall of Shame, Hall of Fame. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. Both sides. Yeah, so I'm thankful for developers like Yacht Club Games, Team Cherry, Supergiant, all of these great indie developers that have just produced some of the best games in gaming over the past decade. It's good because they're kind of in a sweet spot, right? Like, I feel like the best indie developers kind of like know the size of the shoes they're in and they're comfortable in the size of the shoes they're in. Like, I don't know. They, It's like, yeah, we got a game coming. It's like mm-hmm. six or 12 of us or however many there are. <laughs> right, and it's right, like, right. But they're all happy. They're not like... You don't see like indies very often like acquiring other indies or like right or spreading themselves too thin and announcing sure. like six games. You know, right. they're just kind of like, yeah, you know, we got more Cuphead stuff coming. It's fine. Anyway, we got like three vacations we're taking this year. Right. <laughs> you <know? laughs> well, you know, the thing that's fun for, I think, them, and I mean, I'm sure that there's just as much crunch as the AAA developers, but, you know, when you see an update come for like Cuphead, Cuphead or um, Hollow Knight, you're like, oh, wow, there's an update for this game. That's great. Yeah, which kind of rolls into my thing. This yeah. is a, this is a natural. Let's take the chance to hop to hop let's, to the next. Let's go to hop to the next. Go, go with your natural. number one. Yeah, one of the things I'm thankful for, and I know it's controversial. A lot of people don't. It's not really that controversial. It's not like you know the death penalty or whatever you want to talk about. But uh, oh, I don't go for that. Oh, uh, oh, I don't. <laughs> don't go down that road. Um, is uh, I like early access. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like watching the game come together and kind of have them show you how the sausage is made. Like I play a lot of totally. stuff on on Steam first, mm-hmm. like Hades. I did. Yeah, and, you've you been know, playing Hades for like a year, right? Uh, I don't know. Nah. Oh, it was like since the summer, though. Six months, probably. Yeah, right? maybe maybe some late summer. I can't remember. I can't remember exactly when, but yeah, it's like really a lot of fun to to just have them be like, hey, like just so you know, like. This part isn't really finished yet. You can still right. kind of get out there and mess around and like blah, blah, blah. But we're working on a system for the mm-hmm. weapons, whatever it is. Sure. And then you, you just kind of like every few weeks, it's kind of like, you know, you're like, ooh, like yeah. a new content. Drive. You're like, ooh, I haven't heard that line of dialogue before. I don't know. I, right. I, I like a lot of people feel like it's why well, you're selling me this thing that's half baked sure. or whatever. No, no, no. But, yeah, I'm with yeah, you on for it. For me, I, I really I really enjoy it, especially um Having worked in games, it's it's fun to kind of just take a peek behind the curtain and yeah, have people be just, just be very that. honest. Yeah, yeah, people are very honest about like, hey, this is where it's at. This is what we're charging. It's the time um, where they're allowed to be, which is kind of cool. It's rehearsal. It's yeah. dress rehearsal. It's like when you go to see previews yeah. on Broadway. It's like, all right, yep. you know, they stopped the show for 30 minutes, but that was cool, right? We got to see, you know, that part of how things are done. Right. Totally. That brings us to Gabe. What do you, th- what do you, uh thankful for on this thanksgiving in the world of gaming uh the speed running community oh okay. great choice gabe <laughs> like um gabe. 
Uh, awesome <laughs> games, dumb quick. Go ahead. <laughs> no, wait. Speaking of show, showing people how the sausage is made, Gabe didn't do the assignment or his homework, so you're gonna you're listening to him build the plane in the sky. I love so it. I love it. <laughs> okay, so he pulled that one out of the hat. I like that. Go ahead, Gabe. This might be the didn't... only good one we get out of him. So enjoy this, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I like that it's there's just a community of people doing the same exact thing over and over again. <laughs> right, it's pretty redundant, but it's pretty amazing. I had Mike knows that I I was going to sleep watching speedruns almost every night for like a year. I got really deep into the awesome games done quick where they do speedrunning mm-hmm. for charity and now they've raised like millions of dollars. It's not just kind of this, you know, two two guys in a room <laughs> with a video camera and a couch. They're all amazing. Um I when when I first got into it, my TV was capable of doing two windows. So I was having I was watching like Castlevania speedruns and then Sesame Street on the other when Gray was really young. Yeah, but at night it got really weird when you were speedrunning speedruns when you'd watch two speedruns at a time. <laughs> Three. <laughs> speedrunning Sesame Street. So Gabe, is there any of your favorite games that you liked watching uh, speedruns of? Like, is there one that like you'll go back to? Well, bringing this into another thing I'm thankful for, Minecraft. Wow, ah. you're skipping the queue. Well, it's all right. We'll get into we'll get we'll get back. We'll get back to that. It's a good Building it's a peek it behind the, sky, the curtain. Gabe. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I like um I like the 8-bit games because there's not much you can change. Like every once in a while somebody will find out in Castlevania that they can hit a certain bat that will make them jump up a platform and like skip a part of the stage. And that's like this huge revelation in this in the speedrunning community. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, like a huge fan of editing. And that's all right. it really is, is editing. People are just yeah. editing it down more sure. and more and more yeah. and, until they find out just the minimum you need to right. roll credits on a game. Yeah, the speedruns that I don't hugely love are the ones where they just glitch out the game. Like there's a really famous uh, Super Metroid speedrun where for on the first level, like when you're right next to your ship in the rain, mm-hmm. you can pretty much glitch out the game to just make it roll credits. Mm-mm. And it's cool to watch people like figure out how to like change the RAM of the cartridge like on the fly. But, you know, not as much fun as like watching someone rip through Mega Man 2 in 12 minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. Well, it's different parts of the brain. Right. For sure. And how are they? Who's changing RAM? What are they? What are you talking about? Well, when you like if you you watch, I'll send you this. But and if you guys want to look it up online, if you just look on YouTube for Super Mario World um speed run mm-hmm. there's one where on the first level that you can get yoshi on like um yoshi island mm-hmm. you can change you can basically force the cartridge to overload its ram by putting items in the secondary item box that you have mm. and like basically loading the ram so hard into the cartridge that it forces the game to run credits Brilliant. And yeah, I know it's it's insane um, how they actually can do it. I clearly have no idea what I'm talking about. I've watched it a few times, um, but it's really interesting to watch. And they are, like you said, different parts of the brain. Interesting to watch how people have been able to really just play with these cartridges by using the software, but not as much yeah. fun as, you know, watching like Castlevania done in a minute. Right. They're all tinkerers. Some yeah. like to break, some like to beat, but they're all tinkerers. Right. Which of is, course. Which is yeah. interesting. Yep. My second thing I'm thankful for this Thanksgiving 2020 is competition. Nintendo's constant reimagining of what hardware is capable of, Sony's dedication to incredible exclusive titles, and Microsoft's commitment to their back catalog 
all come from the push of spirited competition. And these days, competition is welcome, friendly, and often met in good faith, knowing that these three competitors together drive a $160 billion industry. Yeah. No time is the, is it more obvious, um, you know, the, the competition than console launch season, which we're currently in. It doesn't feel the console wars kind of, or the launches this year, uh, this generation, they don't feel as ambiguous as they once did. Like the PlayStation four versus Xbox one, they, there wasn't really anything to define those systems, but I feel like now because of competition, they're starting to figure out, you know, what they represent mm-hmm. a bit more. And then there's Nintendo, good old Nintendo, kind of just doing their own thing. Just doing it. Yeah. Just watching from the sidelines as they as they sleep on piles of money. Over to you, Mike. Number two. Over to me. I'm thankful that next gen is finally here. Mm. Um. Totally. And that my PS5 actually arrived yesterday. So I get to play it today and continue my gaming tradition of gaming on Thanksgiving and through the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, I'll tell you this. There's no one more thankful that you got your PS5 than me. Mostly because you decided to take out not having your PS5 on me, but I'm very happy for you. (laughs) (laughs) And for Gabe. Yeah. You know, but that's really, and this is kind of tied in. I'm, I'm, I'm glad it's here, but really I'm glad that I get to share it with my kids. Right. Right. We stayed up late last night playing, um, PS5, um, me, Gabe and Charlie, you know, that's a big part of what this show is about. Just kind of passing it on and playing games with your kids and, and totally. I am just trying all the new stuff. Like from the PS5, we were just hopping around. Um, there's a lot of, you you know, there's a lot of cool stuff. Um, that they launched with, which is really, and and just kind of like the, you know, new controllers, new headphones, new interfaces, like all that stuff I geek out on just kind of like the little, Oh, totally. The new, the new triggers and all that stuff. So, yeah, I think we'll, we'll talk more about our experiences with play PS five, um, on our next dad cast. That's going to be a big feature of it, but yeah, yeah, I think like I've been staying up late at night, kind of messing around with the games and tonight on Thanksgiving night, Gray and I are going to have his first, all night gaming marathon, which I expect to last until about nine fifteen. Yeah, um, yeah. But he's you'd really be, excited for it, and you'd be surprised. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. He's it's up to him. However long he can last, he all he has to do is say when, and then we'll go to bed. But um, yeah, I've been playing by myself at night, but I play with him for a little while each day. And the times that I play with him are so much more fun than when I'm kind of up by myself at the end of the mm-hmm. night. So it's been really fun to share that with Gray. And there's a there's a great there's a lot more stuff on PS5 in the, this next generation world than there is on the Xbox for kids like Astro's Playroom and Sackboy are both just so up Gray's alley. Gabe. Gabe. Kicking it over to you. I think we know what you're going to say. Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't he he doesn't disappoint folks. <laughs> so why why are you thankful for Minecraft? Well, because I feel like it's just a timeless game. It could literally be played at any point in history and you would probably like it. It's a great like the Spanish the Spanish Inquisition or the Spanish flu or anything else that's Spanish. <laughs> I, th- I I think that that's a really good point, Gabe. I, again, have I have zero experience playing Minecraft, and I still look at it as an adult who almost the same as somebody who's never played video games and go, I don't get it. But 
from what I understand and what we've talked about, it, it does seem like one of those games that, you know, that's what you kind of try to do when you create a game, especially that you want to go on for a while, right? Is to make it timeless, make it, you can always pick it up and play it. And it really seems like that's what they've done here. Yeah. This is going to, um, this is going to sound like heady bull, but M- Minecraft is one of those games where like you see what kind of gamer you are when you play it because it can be played so many different ways. You kind of get what it's, it's a weird mirror of a game That's because cool. Gabe likes to build right and, and be creative. And Charlie likes to play in creative mode too. When I do it, I like to listen to the music and zone out and really just chop wood. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The music sure. is very, it's very Zen. It's yeah. very like, it sounds like you are in a meditation studio. Sometimes it's very weird. I don't like to fight. I don't like to upgrade. I don't like to build. I just right. like to dig and just listen to the music. It's yeah. weird. And I think that that's a really interesting, there's not many games like, you know, you boot up any game and it's like, all right, quick, you got to collect this stuff. Right. right, Go grab that thing. Upgrade that thing. Jump over that thing or whatever. And you're like, this is just kind of like, whatever. And yeah, it's very strange to see how people pick up and interact with it. It's almost like leaving a thingamajig in the middle of this road and being like, just watching people walk up to the thingamajig and seeing what they do with it. Right. You know, it could, it could be anything. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to sit and play with you one day, Gabe, and just kind of have you run me through the whole thing. Um, I, I, I think it's also rare to find a game where you can just relax. I mean, you're right. There's so many, like I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima right now and my heart rate is like through the roof sometimes. <laughs> and <laughs> sometimes that's just not what you want. That's why I play Tetris. Number three for me is backwards playability. Or compatibility. No, I no, I, I decided to kind of make up my own word of playability. Because not oh, just God. backwards compatibility, but I'm thankful for the ability to play through our gaming history, celebrate almost 40 years of gaming, whether it's through re-releases, mini retrospective consoles, or the brilliant analog systems for dedicated original software and emulation. That's fair enough, and I'll allow it. You know, I think I have a weird Commodore 64 mini thing arriving yes, tomorrow. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, we have the, you know, the Atari one that's coming out this, oh, I guess probably next year at this point too. But yeah, not not so much backwards compatibility, but just the idea of you can play almost anything now. And there that wasn't true two years ago. Yeah. You no, know, right before the mini systems came out, unless you were kind of a little bit skilled at getting ROMs and having emulators and all that stuff, you certainly weren't playing it on your TV easily. Yeah, if you wanted to play Dynamite Heady, you had to like meet a guy in an alley. <laughs> right, exactly. And now, you know, <laughs> and I did. And I did. And it was me. <laughs> yeah. And it was you. That's how we started this show. Over to me, number three. I'm thankful for realizing what kind of gamer I am. And it's okay. not a get it's not a get gooder. Ah, well, yes, we've had a lot of discussions about this. We've had a we? lot of back and forths about this. So you were threatening, and it was a threat, and I took mm-hmm. it as a threat. You should have. To make us both play through Demon Souls. Yes. And I told you that I've bought these games two or three times now. Mm-hmm. Me too. And I and I hate them. Yep. Okay. I and here <laughs> listen, they're beautiful. I get it. The people that do play and and parry their ass off, uh, that's awesome. Like, thumbs up, and I'm glad you have the time. I'm not that kind of gamer anymore. Nope. I don't have the time to get good. So I can't keep flushing $60 down the toilet to grab a wooden shield and a stick and have the first boss 
absolutely embarrass me. Yeah, just <laughs> like, just eat your lunch while you're still on the bus going to school. <laughs> right, just pants me, dump my oh, books, this is, and this eat is, my lunch. Yeah, this is your lunch? I'm calling it my breakfast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I respect the games. I like them as 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 art. And I think once you hit a rhythm with them and fall into it, like I think they, you know, obviously they get better. There's a huge, there's a very steep learning curve, but I stopped fooling myself. That was mine. Thankful for realizing kind of, I'm getting more comfortable in my, in my dad gaming shoes. Yeah. We're realizing (laughs) we're going to probably discuss a little bit more of demon souls on the PS five topic of uh, our next dad cast. Yeah. We uh, spoiler Todd bought it. I didn't. And we'll get into all that. Todd's uh, so also that, yeah. Spoiler: Todd's also it, r- completely uninstalled it and reinstalled it three times now. So I'm still, <laughs> I, I, I'm still not <laughs> I'm still not ready to give in. What is but it? I'm getting there. Me back? I'm getting there. It's just so pretty. It's just so nice. Dude, to maybe look it's at. a cursed disc. <laughs> maybe it is. Ben, you always Ben's, wanted a, you always wanted is, a cursed disc. Yeah, I think I got one. It's going to be the thing that drives me to suicide. Oh, if you ever kill yourself because you never let yourself eat a goddamn hamburger, you crazy son of a <laughs> <laughs> All right. A man Next. cannot live on bread and water, not, not bread and just water alone. <laughs> I, I'm psychopath. A, I just breathe the air. All the nutrients you need are in it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's <laughs> packed full a, of the, all the essentials. Yeah, I'm a breatharian. Um, yeah. Next time I can... <laughs> It's like I'm an epi- cutting any of that out. <laughs> it's, it's like an Episcopal. Um, next time I come over, next time I come over, we are going to sit on the couch, eat burgers, maybe a barge, and Gabe's going to show me everything there is to know about Minecraft. Gabe, deal? Yes, deal. N- number three. Uh, uh, what's your number three, Gabe? E- that Xbox bought all those studios. Ah, cool. The Xbox, okay. the big Xbox purchaser. Yeah. Since they had a bunch of bad reviews and they took strides to make their game better, unlike some um, major gaming companies. And it just feels, it feels nice to know that people that are making games actually care about their games. Great. Yeah. I think, um, you know, that that, that was really, they would have had to be really blind to ignore the fact that Sony ate their lunch on exclusives last year, uh, last year, last system generation. Um, yeah, so they went on that spending spree and they picked up like t- whatever it was, a dozen, t- <laughs> a yeah. dozen studios. Yeah. It was just like $8 and, billion dollars worth of studios. No big deal. Yeah. A- but uh, Mia Shekels. Yeah, it, it, Mia Shekels. Uh, yeah, but here's the here's the really part is they bought all those studios and then they launched with like zero exclusives. Mm-hmm. Can you now, uh, like when I realized when I started playing the PS5 mm-hmm. and I've had my Xbox for a little while longer. Uh, the Series X, and I play the PS5. I'm like, ooh, look at all these new things I want to play and try. Yeah. And even though they're kind of cross generation, I don't right. really care. Yeah. Um. At least they're like new, dropping f- at the same time. I'm yeah. excited. When you put up the Xbox Series X, they're like, hey, do you want to yeah. like bump up your frame rate on right. this game that's yeah, it's, a it's year bad. old? And I'm like, no. Yeah, it's bad, guys. You can't launch with no games. Yeah. You You know what else too? Like so. Get I, it I, together. I've, I've been playing so sort much. Sort your <laughs> life out, mate. So, get your house in order. <laughs> what are you doing? I, I, I've been playing so much PS5. More than I've been playing video games like at length for a very long time. And I haven't even opened Miles Tales Morales yet. Miles Tales Morales. That's how. Most of the, well, to be fair, yes. Todd, to be fair, most of the time you spent 
installing and, and uninstalling. And uninstalling the, yeah, that's true. Um, but, and, and you know what? And the reason is not necessarily next generation gaming, but I'm playing games that came out this year for PS4. So I think that almost kind of counts. Even if you look at the games that came out for Xbox this year and wanted to throw those into the, yeah, I'm playing them on next gen and they're running a little bit better, there still isn't, there, that's still not there. It's still a really yeah, it's, so dude, I'm playing strong... Last of Us Two and Ghost of Tsushima. Both the games came out within the past six months, and both yeah, are it's... game of the year contenders. Exactly, and they're both that was okay to wait for the PS5 for. I mean, granted, if you're lucky enough to get one, but there's there's not even what games came out in the past six months that you'd want to play on Xbox Series X that run a little bit better. Nothing. Yeah, that's the thing, right? I mean, you know what's? But quick shout out to Grounded. Because Grounded mm-hmm. is super cool. It's that game that's like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids where you're in the backyard and you run around. It's it's also a little bit like Minecraft. That's only right. on Xbox and right. it's early access. Right. Um, so they're kind of, you know, building it in the air. Uh, I played through as much as I could of the story and then they gave me a message that's like, hey, we're still working on this. Come back and check in, blah, blah, blah. But check out, like, those are the kind of things I'm excited for. I think Obsidian is making that. Who's making that, Gabe? Gabe. What? God damn it, kid. <laughs> God damn it. I don't know uh, who's making grounded. Yeah, Fair you enough. know what? You're you know what? You're grounded. How about that? <laughs> that <was fine>. um, <laughs> Good one. He's just gonna play PS5 all day. <laughs> Here's another great show you can check out right here on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Retrograde Amnesia is a comprehensive podcast where we relive a classic Japanese RPG. Season 1 covers the cult classic Xenogears. In Season 2, we're covering Chrono Cross. Each episode, we take a section of the game and unpack the story, mechanics, music, and themes. And we have an AI companion, the FakeNet. It'll make sense later. Find Retrograde Amnesia wherever podcasts are found. Welcome to Casual Magic, the show where we explore the fun side of Magic the Gathering. I'm your host, Shivam Putt, and each week we delve into everything from casual format to explorations of creatures and card types to interviews with designers of the game. At Casual Magic, we believe that it just isn't magic without the gathering. Come along and play. All right, number four. My, <laughs> this one is no surprise to anybody. I'm thankful for Nintendo. Oh, Todd. From the most popular IPSs to their often unique and groundbreaking hardware, Nintendo was my first. It still defines my love of gaming. But I love now that they're at a point where they can celebrate themselves with things like Mario 35, NES Remix, Mario Maker, and of course, Smash Brothers Ultimate, which is not only a celebration of Nintendo, but of video games as a whole now. Mm. It's cool to see them at this point where they can kind of just celebrate how much incredible content they've added to the video game world. And I kind of love that we're getting all of these collections and remixes and plays of the original thing um, while we wait to kind of see what they're doing next. Cause everyone's going to be looking to see what they do next. Now that they kind of skipped this part of the, the new console launches, mm-hmm. you know, when, when the switch came out, people had certainly high hopes for it, but I don't think people realized. And I don't think we expected that they were going to have such revolutionary software as well. You look at Mario Odyssey, and we've talked about this a hundred times, but Mario Odyssey and Zelda Breath of the Wild were complete revolutions of those games that we've known for 30 years. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to see what they do now. I mean, we know that Breath of the Wild 2 will pretty much just be a continuation of that first great formula. Um, But, you know, what's the next Mario going to look like? We don't know. Um, Mike, number four. I'm thankful for uh, that that finally we're getting rid of load times as best as we can. Yep. Um, 
it's it's an important thing for next gen. I'm really thankful for it. We've talked about it as a dad to be able to get in to a game and out of a game quick because right. uh, you just have less time when you grow up. So that's like an important quality of life improvement. And it's even more obvious as I go back and play retro games. I'm like, hey, remember when you used to just put in the cartridge and it would immediately take you into the game? Right. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. It'd be like press start. <laughs> and, yeah. And like within four seconds, you're playing the game you yeah. want to play. Yeah, it's interesting, of, right? It started out fast and then went slow and now it's getting fast again. Yeah. So it's kind of like... um I'm feeling really good about that, you know, because there's just games that it's like totally ridiculous. And I've used this one before as much as I like Marvel, Marvel's Avengers. Um, I know I know it's kind of, you know, divisive in the in, in the gaming community, but uh, I, I like that game. But as much as I like that game, I the loading times are atrocious. You know, it's yeah, like, oh, yeah. load into it's like we're loading you into the game. Mm-hmm. Now you're on the main menu. Press start. Now we're loading you into where you were. Right. Press start. Now you want to load into a mission. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, yeah, it's you're like looking three at or four. Yeah. It's three or four loading screens. It's between five to 10 minutes for me to finally hit the ground running and right. be like punching something. <laughs> exactly. Like, That's all I want to do. I, I just want to punch something. Yeah. Can I just load in and like throw a rock as the Hulk and just right. have it take 30 seconds? Like that's a, you know, from, from the minute I turn it on, like to the minute I'm punching a guy in the face. That's what I want i'm thankful that people have finally just been like guys we got to get rid of these freaking load times what other medium is that acceptable like if there was if we went to the movies and like between scenes there was a 30 second wait with just a clock that was just like you gotta wait while we switch these reels or whatever it is like you would be like yeah you'd be like the movie suck or like a book and like you finish a chapter and then it's like you have to flip through 10 blank pages (laughs) <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's not acceptable anywhere else, but when we, is this we let it go. going to come back? <laughs> we, <where's the> t- <laughs> Jesus, it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's and there's some really egregious examples, especially on like the the mid systems, like PS2 and Saturn and stuff like that, where you're oh, looking yeah. at like four minute wait times between fights on Marvel versus Capcom. So, so that's that's my thing. I'm thankful for there is, uh, you know. Right. Speedy, speedy game flipping. Yeah, I didn't think loading. it was going to make such a difference until I saw it in action, and it does. It's my favorite. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like it's, I, it's it's really uh, a game changer. Yeah, when I when I finally start Miles Tales Morales tonight, I am apparently going to be thrilled with how quickly it starts. Uh, I think it's it's apparently the the it like it blows you away just how fast it is. Gabe, number four. Games based on movies and comics. Wow, said that's no, said, said nobody no one ever. ever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, think of it. We wouldn't have Spider Man. We wouldn't have. Uh, it's a good point. Other They're starting games. to get good. We unfortunately, Mike and I grew up in a time where if LJN decided to port a or create a game based on a movie, we were looking at some of the worst games on the Nintendo, and then that carried on into consoles of the future as well. So I think we just kind of stumbled into one of our next episodes that we should throw on the on the docket because um, that's a perfect thing. That's a perfect generation generational difference, Todd, between yeah. us us and, and them. Gabe, is because yeah, sure. Gabe, Gabe, our movie tie-in games, mm. total recall games. for the NES, Back to the Future for the NES, the Karate Kid S- for the NES, to- sucked. Yep, Gabe, these games sucked. You played hard. Demolition Man on Genesis, didn't you? Yeah, well, on Super on Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Gabe, like when we were growing up, they would just have a game tie-in just to make extra money from the game. And it just, worked. 
from the, yeah, and it worked from the, from the name, you'd recognize the name you'd go shopping. There wasn't like an IGN.com or even like, you know, game magazines weren't all over the place yet. Really. Like when you'd go to the store and you'd be like, Ooh, karate kid, you know, you'd be like, that sounds amazing. <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you, you I love that thought, movie. Game's yeah. You thought be because, right. You thought because the movie was quality that the game would be quality and boy, were we wrong for about boy, a decade. Were we wrong. Yep. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. That's I, really great. It's so funny that you said that and Mike and I both had the same reaction and then we both had the same revelation at the same yeah, time. Exactly. <laughs> Is that you guys, you have the good movie and comic games. So we other than had the laughable well, ones. Yeah. Just, I mean, the disappointing ones and you were paying, you know, $60 30 years ago. Uh, yeah. for this, you know, five minutes in, you're like, oh, this is going to be, this is terrible. Uh, I don't know why I'm kicking rats in Karate Kid, but I guess that was an issue in the movie that I didn't notice. Um, <laughs> right. A lot, a lot of rat yeah. kicking. Yeah. I don't I know think, why. I'm... Well, I think it's because, sh- I think because the rats were, they were Cobra Kai. Ah, that's probably true. Probably true. Um, rats game. and cobras don't usually get along, but in that, in that game, they did. LJN made a bold choice. Yeah. They, you know, they, t- they often did, you know, you did have to, um, you know, watch out for guys carrying glass in the back to the future adaptation for the NES. Right. <laughs> right. Which was like paper boy, but like skateboard boy. Exactly. <laughs> skateboard boy. Yeah. Skater, skater deliver. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Gabe, other than Spider-Man, give me a few other ones you're thinking of. Well, literally any superhero game like Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, we wouldn't have, well, I know this was kind of a bad game, but the Superman for, I think the NES yeah, are you serious, Gabe? Superman for the Nintendo? There wasn't one. I, well, there was, but there you know. was. It yeah. was. I had it, and it yeah. was. And Sunsoft made one, but they lost the rights, so they had to call it Sunman. Right. Uh, oh God. There's. There's still. There still hasn't been a good Nintendo. Uh, sorry, there still hasn't been a good Superman game. The closest thing we've gotten to a good Superman is Injustice Superman. F- right, fighting. Right. Yeah, it's just a fighting um, game. Yeah, they need yeah, to we haven't build done that, that but out. Gabe, but Gabe, you're right because uh, Batman is is excellent. Yeah, Batman. Oh, the Batman so, games and are great. DC yep. and um some of the Lego games. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the Lego games are great. They are really good. Gray um, loves those. DC Online. Yeah, I think it's the called. DC stuffs. Yeah, the Batman's have all been really good. I actually talk about our Arkham Asylum in one of my later topics here. Um, yeah, I think you're totally right, Gabe. Oh, speaking of Mortal Kombat, I'm just going to throw this in because it's so cool. Did you see the new skin pack they released? It's all it's based the, on the movie. Yeah. Right? And they even got all the actors to come back and do voices for it. And Dude, they all I'm, look I'm, like they did in the original Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about like Me going too. back in and Dude, buying I'm, all the stuff that like like, like the 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 additional the ultimate like, edition. story yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's tease it's that like they keep giving and i'm like i don't know i don't know and then rambo like they released rambo and i was like man right. i really want it's, that rambo thing it's it's christopher lambert is um raiden, raiden right seeing yeah. him as raiden with that skin on it and i was like oh my god i have to buy mortal kombat now there's no way i can get away with there's no way yeah. i can not do this and the dude who plays shang soon who's in every van damme movie <laughs> who's for some reason they just they come as a pair listen yeah. you, you want van damme you gotta take you gotta take shang sun yeah <laughs> you gotta that's take it yeah all right um, so my the last thing that i'm thankful for on this thanksgiving of 2020 is the games media which is you know often divisive but yeah this, I, okay, I'm you. I'm listening. This is yeah. I, it's, spin this one for me. I'm gonna me. spin Let's, this. So from video Wait a minute, games, are we games? Are we games media? 
We'll get there. From the video game magazines like Nintendo Power and the guides of our youth to online walkthroughs, reviews, and now podcasts and websites as bona fide news sources, Games Media has always been there to increase my excitement, understanding, and ability to appreciate, look forward to, and complete video games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel very strongly about all that. Uh, I spend a lot of time now looking on video game news websites. I call it my cigarette at work because I don't <laughs> smoke. People will come over to me and I'll say, I'm out on a cigarette break and I'm looking at Kotaku. Yeah. You know, it's like I it's it's my it's my break from the day just to chill out and zone out with some stuff. And essentially looking at Kotaku is the same thing as when I was a kid picking up an EGM and flipping through to see what new games are coming out. And also I can't discount how important online guides and walkthroughs have been, especially now as a dad, there's some points where I just have to look it up. I I know I could figure it out and I know I would in four hours, but I don't have four hours. I have 40 minutes. So sometimes I jump in and I say, Oh, that's the password. Cool. Put the password in and keep moving. Um, and again, you know, when I was young, I would enjoy every minute of finding that password, but I don't have the time now. So I really love everything there is about whether it's podcasts or websites now, online walkthroughs or guides. I, I love that part of gaming. And I always have. You always have. Yeah. You're very into um, the community around how to beat things yeah. and how people uh, like approach certain puzzles and designs and challenges. That ties into your speed run thing too, I think. that's Yeah, it's, it's definitely a, you know, all connected. It's all connected. They kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I get excited every day that I wake up and like the first time I log into either IGN, Polygon or Kotaku, I get excited like I do for the regular news sites that I go to to see, you know, what's happening or um, Nintendo Insider is a website that we love and they have such great articles even when nothing great's coming out. But, you know, to see something breaking about like something getting released or leaked, that's great. And I love that. And that's just as exciting for me as playing games. So that. Games media at the moment is one of the things I am thankful for. Mike, over to you. So that was your last one? Yes. Okay. Uh, Number five, over to me. I am thankful for, and this is kind of a cop out, Mm. but I'm thankful for almost 30 episodes. I think we're like 28, 27, 28 episodes Mm -hmm. of this show. Well, I have a bonus one that ties into that as well later. God damn, you're the worst. (laughs) Um, No, we're just the same. Yeah. That's why you hate me so much. <laughs> we're, we're both. It's self-hatred. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yep. Almost 30 episodes in. Yeah. Uh, just to, to spend time, you, you know, like it's almost like we solved this really weird puzzle where we're like, we want to keep gaming in our life, but we want to spend more time with our kids. And we just kind of married them. You know, we, we were like, you know, let's it's it's like a project. And we thought, you know, we'd start out and see how it goes. And if we could even get the kids to be interested and Gabe's been great. Uh, great and gray's been great and um you know we'll fold in charlie and and, and sure of perry and, and yep. yeah baby perry got a lot of ghost of tsushima yesterday while tracy was at the dentist and, uh, <laughs> he enjoyed it <laughs> he enjoyed it <laughs> yeah you know i was uh, gonna i was gonna save this for a bonus at the end of the show but yeah over the past six months since we've really properly launched the show this show has been the bright spot in some really dark weeks and yeah. To be able to jump on and share my love of games with people I care about and spend time with Gray and my son and your son as well, Gaby. Um, and I think it, sh- it proves that there's nothing we really can't do 
when we put in the work. And I honestly, I want to say something right now. I want to encourage anyone of our listeners that wants to start their own podcast or anything creative to just do it. Get started, do the work. You'll figure out the tough stuff as you go like we did. And I promise you won't regret it. Yeah. Sometimes you need to hear that. I, I remember hearing it while we were listening to the shows that we loved and said, you know what? They're right. Let's just start. Yep. Then we did. Yeah. So yeah, I'm thankful for this. It's, uh, you know, the COVID stuff's been crazy. You don't get out as much as you do usually. And um, yeah, this is how we get to hang out. Yeah, it's cool. We get to hang out and we get to hang out with the kids. And, uh, you know, I love giving Gabe assignments and uh, playing games with them and and, and hanging out. Yeah. Has it been, has it been, has it been a fun ride for you, Gabe, so far? Yes, it really has. Good. Well, that well, brings us over not, to you, my glad friend. it's not torture. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. uh, even if it was, you'd, you'd still be forced to do it. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to do it anyway, but <laughs> we we're glad that you enjoy doing it. <laughs> right. Um, so, Gabe, number number five for you, my friend. Yep. Uh, basically the same exact thing you guys said, this podcast. Oh, isn't that great? Look at us. Look, look at us. Just three dopes yep. not spending time with the rest of our families on Thanksgiving morning doing That's something right. t- totally stupid. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> when That's you first, us. Todd, when you first were like, let's do a Thanksgiving show, I was like, Tracy divorced him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this from an apartment I rent now. <laughs> right. This it's is my basement, life now. It's got a lot of light. I drink a lot of flavored seltzer and I sit in the basement. That's what I do now. Oh, that's pretty much what I do anyway. So nothing much has changed. <laughs> I do love a good seltzer. You do love, you do love I, a good seltzer. I, I heard something really funny about seltzer the other day. They said drinking seltzer is like drinking water and having somebody shout a fruit from another room. <laughs> 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 like drinking regular water and someone being orange, being like, oh, yeah, yeah. I think I could taste <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. in there, I guess. Yeah. Yep. The power of suggestion. The power of seltzer. Yeah, the, <laughs> the seltzer power. <laughs> Kid, I love this seltzer power. We got to get this yeah. going. So, Gabe, tell us some of your favorite parts of the show. Nothing, it doesn't have to be super specific, just kind of your favorite things. Have you enjoyed um, working on the assignments beforehand, recording, certain topics we've done? Your chats with Ron Howard? Mm-hmm. Well, I like the little, um, like, I guess, 10 minute intervals before each show where we just yeah. hang out. Yeah. While Dad tries to fix the soundboard or whatever he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Kid, you give a kid, you're giving it away. <laughs> you're letting them peek behind a curtain, kid. You got to chat, yeah. And I also really um, enjoyed when me and Dad stayed up for 10 hours playing uh, <laughs> the football game. I forget what it's called. Ten yard fight. Ten yard. Remember, ten yard it was fight, ten yard yeah. night. Ten yard <laughs> night. You know, my favorite part about that is, is you guys stayed up all night, and I think we got about sixty four seconds worth of content for the show. From yeah. it. Well, what's funny is that, like, one day the lost tapes will emerge. Like Gabe and I, we recorded almost the entire, the yeah. entire night. I yeah. just had to, you know, just for sake and of I, editing and, I, and keeping the thing moving, I had to only select, you know, some right. of the some of the best bits. But like, we were doing. Um, I'm sure. Gabe, which crazy. one did we stand? Was it the maybe it was it was the Bo Jackson show where where we were standing for the for the for the national anthem? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was Black Box, I think. Are you sure? I don't I don't think it was. Oh, I no, don't think yeah, it was the, Bo Jackson because it, it was one of the Bo Jackson games we were playing and they like play the national anthem before. The, and I was like, stand up, hand on heart. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. 
I I loved that. I loved all of that stuff that I heard. I definitely want to hear more of it. I also recorded like I spent like four hours recording a robot voice for that episode that we never used. Yeah, a lot of stuff on the on the cutting room floor for that mm-hmm. ep- as we as we found our way through. Yeah. Now, guys, the 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 part that I thought would be fun about this episode of what we're thankful for th- on this Thanksgiving in 2020 is one thing we are not thankful for. I'm going to lead the charge here with final bosses. Yeah. Yeah, quite simply, final bosses most often ruin games for me. I either never finish the game or it's such a deflating experience, it colors the whole game differently for me once complete. Um, I think the handheld Castlevanias are a good example of the idea of just make them bigger, stronger, faster, and give them a million hit points. Mm-hmm. But some other ones like Titan Joker from Arkham Asylum, Metroid Prime from Metroid Prime, almost every Uncharted boss, uh, super-powered Frank Fontaine in ba- Bioshock, which makes no sense at all. <laughs> almost every Final Fantasy final boss. Um, Frank Fontaine. Yeah. That's such, that's such yeah. a good. Oh, I, I want to make reservations with that name. Yes. Well, you should make it at Frank Fontaine's. You know, Fontaine's in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's classy joint. <laughs> now, Mike, I know you've never seen any of these bosses before because you like to play games until what, about 92% before abandoning them? I really do. It's always like, it's always like, are you sure you want, you're ready to go? This is your last chance to save and do anything else in the world. And I'm right. like, Uninstall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rip the cord out, throw it from the roof. Yeah, I'll get another totally. system. I'll get another it's like It's like that It's like that gif of Ron Swanson throwing his computer into the dumpster from Parks and Rec. That's like me. <laughs> right. Yep. Every time you get to the end of a game. But you know what I would say, I will say, is the Zelda games have really gotten final bosses right. They always are just kind of difficult enough and make you use the skills that you've learned and some items that you've had to acquire kind of like in the right combination. Mm-hmm. The getting to the end of a Zelda game is a Zelda game is always challenging, but it's usually fulfilling. Yeah, agree. Um, and I think that's a really important part of what makes Zelda such a great game. All right, Mike, you're the the one thing you are not thankful for this Thanksgiving 2020. Uh yeah. Fuck you, scalpers and Jeez. bots. Yeah, this is bullshit. Okay, I mean, my, my ears Stop. are not garbage cans, but yep. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I feel strongly about this, Todd. I can't. I, I, I'm, you should. I'll, 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 I'll let throw it all out. All the bleeps. Let it all. I gotta out. let it out. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have people going on and buying up systems by the thousands. Yep. And then reselling them at like a 500 percent markup mm-hmm. or whatever it is. It's now, really deflating. And that's. I get buy one flip one. Sure. Buy you know buy one flip. But, you know, flip two, do whatever you, but like, come on. Now you got people just cheating the system, crashing websites, using bots to like, just constantly try to add to cart and checks, check out. And like, you're, you're ruining the holiday season for folks. Yep. Chill out. Yeah. There's lots of kids that are not going to have next generation consoles under their tree this Christmas. And that's really sad because my favorite memories around Christmas have to do with getting new games or new consoles. And, you know, back then it it was, you know, there were certainly times where games were limited, but it was never impossible. Um, Yeah. Well, you could. And also like a reservation was a reservation. Yeah. Or you you show up online to the store early and, you know, you most of the time got one. Yeah, but not even that. Like, you could go to GameStop after they announced the date, and they'd be like, yeah, remember you, you could, like, put 50 bucks oh, yeah, down exactly, to reserve right, exactly. it? Yeah. And then they would just request the amount of – it used to work that way, that yeah. GameStop locations would tell 
HQ or whatever, how many they needed based on reservations. Now HQ tells the the locations, hey, we're only getting seven for your right. store. I know. It's absurd. You know it, what? But I, it used it used to be the other way around. It used to yeah, be totally. as, as many as many as they wanted. And now it's it's like, you know, now you gotta pay eight hundred bucks plus if you want to buy one on the second hand, you know, on yeah. the resale market. You know, I'll I'll say the when we talked about um the console wars documentary, um, one of the really cool narratives they did is they showed, you know, the different consoles being the celebrated gift for that Christmas. And you got yeah. to see these kids open up their consoles with excitement and, you know, kind of screaming and yelling and running around the room. And you could just imagine how much fun those kids had for, you know, 15 hours afterwards, just playing through every minute of the game that they could. And like, you think about like so many kids aren't going to have the opportunity to do that because of scalpers this year, which is a real bummer. Um, Super sucks. And, you know, this was going to be another bonus I was going to throw on at the end here. But I have to thank my friend, Freddie Fresh, who was able to acquire an extra PlayStation. And instead of going the flip route, knowing how much I wanted one, how much Gray wanted one, he let me buy it from him at face value. So, Freddie, thanks for that, buddy. Freddie Fresh. Mm hmm. Nice guy, Freddie Fresh. Yeah, for real. Well, that's always been Freddie Fresh. You met Freddie once, actually. Yeah, I did. Yeah, he was a nice guy to you, too. He's a nice guy to everyone. Yeah. Nice guy. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that worked out for you because yeah. I know that you really wanted one. And even with you and me joining forces to try to get you one, mm-hmm. we have flamed out miserably with this. P- I, we got lucky with the Xbox. The PS5 has been uh, yeah. like just shark infested waters. It's yeah, we're, like- we're both pretty savvy. And I think we both put in about five hours total of like waiting and clicking and adding the cart and trying to check out. And we got nowhere. Yeah. I really kept trying to get one for you and one for my, one for my buddy, Josh. Uh, I just kept trying to, you know, I was like, let me see if I could just push through here. Sure. And, uh, you know, we always got the same thing. We'd make it to the cart. Yep. We'd get it. It's a thing in the cart. You get to the end and then it's like, Oh, one of the items in your cart is out, is out of stock. And it's like, there's only one goddamn item in my cart. Yeah. On Walmart's page, there's this dog wearing antlers, and I, normally it would be very cute, but I hate that dog. Yeah, and I, yeah, I oh, hope yeah, he yeah, gets yeah. run. I hope he gets run over by a car. <laughs> it's like, oops, something went wrong. <laughs> I normally yeah. I'd look at that dog and be like, look at that dog. He's wearing antlers. It's like he looks like a reindeer. Now yeah. oh, I want him they're, dead. <laughs> they're like, sorry that this is be- that this has been so rough. <laughs> 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 yeah like, goddamn dog teasing me yeah. on every crash screen i show up on you 404 error son of a <laughs> you know what i will say too i was okay with not getting the playstation 5 till possibly the spring but now that i have it i am so thankful that i have it i've spent yeah. so much time because i took this whole week off of work and i've literally just been staying i've been i've been teenage teenage toddy i've been staying up later than i should um, playing Winston's. smoking Winston's, drinking uh, Zimas. It's been awesome. <laughs> drinking Zimas. <laughs> oh my god! Please, for one night only. Yeah, br- you got to bring back Teen Todd and just show up. Yeah. with with a pack of Winston's right. and a six pack of Zima. Sweet, and and, <laughs> and, and a just, pair of Jenkos. And, and we'll <laughs> just run lines for some play that is never going to go on. We'll oh, just sure. totally. We'll I've got just tons one night of those. only. Yeah, one night. We'll just, just pull out some of our old scripts. Yeah, totally. Some of our old stuff. And we'll just have you learn all the lines and me just be magnifico. Done. And you just slam Zima. Done. <laughs> all the time. 
<laughs> and light Winston off yeah. of Winston. You know I'll be drunk after one Zima. So <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you drink once a year. Um, yeah, really. Gabe, over to you, dear Gabe, for the one thing you are not thankful for this Thanksgiving. Uh, EA. EA. All right, go. Uh, this had like a huge outburst on social media, like I don't know how recently, but in the past couple months, where people have been using the hashtag NFL Drop EA, uh-huh. which is for the Madden games, which is literally just EA copy and pasting games and ignoring the community. Right. Yeah. Which, going back to Xbox, Xbox actually cares because they bought all those studios to try and make up for their delayed big game, but EA just keeps copy and pasting all of their Madden games and and FIFA games even. And it just feels like they don't care about their um right. community. It's just a bunch of new it's just, just a bunch money. of new skins every year, isn't it? Yeah. So Gabe, I'll I'll counter with this. My brilliant plan that you made fun of me for? Go ahead. The only no. Ah. And it was it's a fine plan. Okay, let's not call it brilliant. Okay. I'll counter with this, Gabe. The only way to send a message to EA is to vote with your dollars. And you've bought Madden this year. Yeah, I spoke to you last week. I said, Gabe, what have you been playing? He said, Madden 2021. Yeah. What? You, you Wait, bought a, Madden. Got, I think we got a Charlie. Do we yes, have Charlie? Charles. Why are you guys doing a podcast? What? Awesome. Why are you guys doing a podcast? What? Why are you guys doing a podcast? Because, I, I don't know, it's Thanksgiving? You can blame me. Because Todd... Yep. <laughs> because Todd got divorced and he's drinking seltzers in the basement. Uh, sad, sad times. <laughs> but, but then you get to be teen Toddy again. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> oh. Oh my God. Gabe, I, I think your 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 father is right. You're gonna have you're if you're gonna want to have to vote with your feet, as they say in the restaurant industry. Uh don't go there. Don't buy the food from there. Don't eat yeah. there anymore. Gabe, it's it's time to just not play Madden. I hear there someone's developing another a different football game. Yeah, well, um, they have a contract with uh, and the no, NFL. I know, but I, I, I know, but someone's doing something. I can't remember I think how it's they're Tim Tebow. <laughs> Tim, Tim, Tim Tebow. Oh, it's that Christian football game. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a problem. It is because they don't make uh exciting they don't make exciting football games anymore they just update yeah. them slightly again and they're like, and there should be a subscription model yeah you're not wrong that, that that's not a that's not a, a yeah. bad thing but just yeah they, the skins they, every year they're just there needs to be some excitement someone really needs to shake up that franchise because it's uh they need nintendo you need to have like the ball that can catch on fire you need to be able to freeze people with like an ice block that <laughs> makes a good sports game you want to go back to the, you want to go back to the days of an NFL yeah, blitz. I, I want base wars. I want robots that can beat each other up at the bases. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me a button that I can intentionally injure a guy on the field. <laughs> give me, <laughs> give guys, me something crazy, guys. I have some non-dairy mashed potatoes to make. So, Gabe, got a joke for you. Yes. Why do pilgrims' pants fall down? <laughs> Why? Because they wear their belt buckles on their heads. happy thanksgiving guys happy thanksgiving to you happy thanksgiving morning dadcast